For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What up? This is Robert Ory. Or three pointers. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. So Ory for three. Oh, unbelievable. This guy is off the charts. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Ory from down. Ah, show number two. Everybody jamming out here on the Big Shot Bob podcast. It's the shoot-around, our Friday bonus show. If there's uh, ever anything you want to include on this, send it our way, man. We love to hear from people at Big Shot Bob Pod on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're Big Shot Bob Pod at gmail.com. Uh, of course, you can find at uh, RK Ori, at Rob Jenners, at Harper 90 If you want to go tag any of us in your stuff, uh, we're happy to hear from you and see you. I wanted to start... Um, shoot around with something I saw online this week and it's something called buy or sell and I continued basically over the course of a week when I'm getting ready to do the show mm-hmm. I, I just gather topics and I, I read a lot of stuff and I see things that people are talking about and a lot of stuff I'm like this is bullshit this is bullshit this is clickbait so I assembled a list of things that I saw that were like clickbaity type headlines then I'm gonna get you. I want to get your guys' opinion on. So we're gonna do a little round of buy or sell here. I'm gonna give you a topic. You just give me a. If you buy this or you sell it, and tell me why. Okay. Like for instance, number one, clickbait headline number one. Joel Embiid is the best scorer in the NBA right now. Buy or sell? <sighs> you buy that, Rob? The best scorer. The best scorer I'm in a, the I'm NBA a, right now. I'm gonna sell that. Okay. I still think Kevin Durant's the best scorer right now. Yeah, I'm going to sell it, too. I think there are a few guys ahead of him. Okay. He's been a machine lately, though. He's been, no, he's, he's, he's been an absolute beast. He's been, he's been, you know, I just I just think that what Durant can do. Don't get me wrong. Embiid, he's been proving everybody he is an MVP candidate. So, yeah. I, just, I, just, I just love Kevin Durant in that situation. Okay. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, buy or sell. LeBron James is no longer a top 10 player. Sell again. These are the clickbait headlines that I ignored this week. That's a sale. I'm selling. That's that. a sell, Rob. You know what? It's, it's just so many other good players out there now. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sell it though. Okay, just good. Because of the <laughs> longevity. Harp looked like you had come through the computer. You would. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? The problem is, it's not because he's not good. It's just because right. there's so many other good players in the league. Yeah. What is younger. he? Ten? Is yeah. he ten, Rob? 
he, oh, he's top 10. He's top 10. You know? But I'm, what I'm saying is with you, with the hesitancy, does that mean he's 10? He's lower on he, the list. If I, if I, if he plays like he played against the Clippers the other night, he's top five. If I can get that LeBron, you know, every okay. night, but I know you can't though. That's my whole yeah, point. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's because he can't have the energy each and every night to guard a superstar player like he did Kawhi. I'll put it to you like a top this. 10 player. Yeah. Here's the uniqueness of LeBron. Mm-hmm. If this was any other, many people still see LeBron as the face of the league and rightfully mm-hmm. so. Usually when you have somebody that's the face of the league, they're undoubtedly without a question, top 10 and even really top five. They're really not outside of the top three a lot of times for most players. But LeBron is so unique and he has such longevity and is still playing so well that even if he's not a top five player, the fact that he's LeBron James, he's still the face of the league. Yeah. So right. where is like, you know, think about this. Is Steph Curry still a top 10 player? Yes. I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. You have to. I'll have to make a list. I mean, and, and that's and really, so. I guess well, at, what know, point, at what point are you a? I guess the question is: Are you a top ten player right now, or does your legacy dictate that you're still? a I know we talking about right now. Don't look at what you, know you, know what you did in the past. You're not going to get paid for what you did. Then last probably year. not. Yeah, because you think about it, like if you if I'd say name the top two players in the league right now, they ain't from the United States. No. Think about it. Jokic, Joel Embiid, and, and Joel Embiid and Jokic, Jokic. and then or, you throw Giannis, Giannis in there, yeah, yeah, and then you throw Luka, Luka in there. That's all four, four of them, right <laughs> yeah, none of them are Americans, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, so that's that's this is you know it's just hard right now because there's so many other fucking good players in this league, and that's no yeah. discredit to any of those guys. They're still good. It's just everybody has come up. You know, we throw, yeah. look, you yeah. know, you look at Darren Fox, you know, Booker. We didn't even mention KD. Yeah. It's so many good guys, and it, and I, and it's hard to say top ten players because each and every time you sit down, you're gonna remember the last game the guy had. And he's right. gonna move someone out, and then you and, and something's gonna happen. You gonna move somebody. It's, it's legacy it's bias a, too. Like it's just yeah. the idea mm-hmm. that LeBron has been so good for so long that it's like how do you not years. include him? You know how do you not put him in yeah. the top ten? Yeah. Oh, it's mm-hmm. it's very tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, clickbait headline number three: Buy or sell. The Clippers will win a title with James Harden this season. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> Clippers ain't winning no title. I'm selling that. I want Teron Lue to win a title, but the Clippers ain't winning no title this year. And it has nothing to do with James Harden. I just, I just don't think they're they're. You give they're me, good give enough. me a reason why though. You want to prove that to me? Uh, yeah. So I just, you, you know, you look at this team. They're two. We just talked about it on on the show earlier that. Uh, there's too much one-on-one basketball. You know, it depends on one-on-one. And and for me, I, I think Paul George is the best player on that team. And they don't use him enough for me. You know, he should be the, you know, he should be the guy who's getting the ball 75% of the time on that team. But he's like, he's like third, sometimes fourth fiddle now. Yeah. Yeah, I look, you have to prove that. You're gonna have to prove any team that James Harden is on to me. I've always said that you going to prove that to me. I yeah. I'm I'm I've been sold that. Mm-hmm. Prove that to me. I and if you prove it to me, I'll shake your hand. Sorry. We'll see how it goes. All right, uh clickbait headline number four by herself. Luka Doncic is the best point guard in the NBA today. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. It's to it's me tough. He's up there, but is he Steph, the Shea Gilders. best? 
I would oh, still put Shea probably ahead of Luca. I, I I think just because of Shea's defensive capability, I I move him in front of Luca. Don't get me wrong now. Offensively, Luca gonna eat you up. Oh, but sure. I just think Shea is because he's gonna give you a little bit more on the defensive end. That's why I take Shea. It's just a, just a smidgen over Luca. Here's the thing, and it's it's weird. Luca's highs are really high. Yep. Like mm-hmm. when you like you see these stat lines from him. Yeah. He'll throw sixty. On like somebody. when he's high, yeah. like it's really high. Yeah. Here's also the thing about Luca. Because he takes the air out of the basketball so much, like some of the shots that he takes are not good. Like he'll he'll dribble the air out of the ball and then take the sometimes the worst shot. He'll make some of them. But he'll miss some of them too. And I'm like, bro, that's not an efficient shot. And so it's tough. It, it really, it, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So would you take, if you had to take him or Drew Holiday, who would you take? I would take Luca. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, that's, that's for the reason question. Harp just gave us. No, it's a trick question because it all depends on who's on your team. Yeah. Well, that's you know? true too. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, just talking about standards yeah. standalone. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you get the highs of Luca get so high that it's hard to yeah. not take him. I mean, okay, <laughs> See? cool. I, mean, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, really, it's split the diff with a lot it's, of these guys yeah, because it's like it's, you know they're all yeah. such great dynamic players, and they're okay. But are you taking? I would I would assume maybe more maybe because of age. You're taking Luca over Steph. No, oh, I'm taking Steph. Okay, oh. uh, me personally. Okay, and it's it just in. It just and it has probably just said from years of series. But when you talk about the best shooter to ever play this game, yeah, versus Luca, you know, yeah. I'm I'm taking Steph. Yeah, yeah, and the, his the circus shots that Steph throw up, almost all of them go in. Yeah, and and even from that standpoint. With, with Steph being a dynamic shooter, he still is able, because of who he is and the threat that he is, he's still able to create for other people as well. Like, he creates for other guys. Just think, He may I not think, be your... I think Luke is a better creator than Steph, though. He might be. He yeah. might be. I'm just saying from the standpoint of he may not be as a dynamic creator as Luca, but because of Steph's shooting ability and because you have to account for that, it allow and the move and his movement allows him to create for a lot of other guys because you got to account for stuff shooting everywhere on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, clickbait uh, headline number five: Buy or sell? The Golden State Warriors dynasty is over. Over, over. I, I, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Yeah. I, I think, and, and I'm gonna tell you the indicator of it: it's not Steph and it's not Draymond. It's Clay. Mm-hmm. It's Clay. Clay. Clay has not looked good. He's talked about it. Mm-hmm. Clay ain't look good at all, and we know about Draymond. Draymond, Draymond forget age; you can't even stay on the floor. Um, and Steph is Steph, even though you've seen a little bit of regression. But Clay, it's not the Clay, Clay. ain't been, not he the ain't Clay. Been, yeah, yeah, he ain't been splash. Brothers I know him and Clay. Yeah, yeah, him and Steve Kerr have had conversations. Like he has not looked really good, and that's the indication. One of the big indications to me that yeah. Because when Clay is on, like when Clay is on, 
he was known as one of the best two-way players in basketball. Yeah. It's, it, it, that's not the case anymore. It's just the injuries have just yeah. killed him. Yeah. And you hate you hate it because I I think Clay at one point was my favorite player just because he played hard on both ends of the floor. And now he just he he just can't do it. His body won't let him. His base is gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. And and for me, I think that so much of that dynasty hinges on the three of them being the three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with Draymond out as much as he's out and the off the court stuff, man, I'm sorry, that plays a role. It doesn't yeah. maybe not as much as, as the way Clay's playing now, but Oh sure. It's detrimental sure to yeah. the whole thing. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Two more. Uh, buy or sell. Chet Holgram is going to win Rookie of the Year over Wemby. Buy. I think I think Rob's buying this. Rob was buying this before we started the season. You know what they're going to do? They're going to do Jason Kidd slash. They're going to split it. They're going to split, split it. it. I guarantee you they split it. Because you know, and it's why? Gonna be, it's going to be why because Wimby is the next big he's thing. The he's the next big ticket. Yeah, but Chet Holmgren is on a winning league team. He yeah. has all the great stats, playing really well. I guarantee they. I guarantee they split it this year. So I, I would assume that I take you believe Chet. you believe that. I, I think we kind of all believe this that Wimby's going to be an all star this year. Um, no, you don't think so. Uh-uh. I think he's got a shot. Yeah, he's gonna be. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a foregone game. conclusion, but I, I don't think he's gonna be. Is, 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 who, who's who's he gonna replace? He's not been playing better than AD. No, and so them fans don't gonna, get him in there. Fans can't get him in there this year, can they? Are they I think it's up to starting five. Oh, true. Mm. Okay, and so I don't. And, and the coaches, you know. I don't think they're putting him because AD's been killing it. You got Jokic has been killing it. That's your two bigs from the West. And that's that's it. Okay. All right. I like this. We have to do this more often when I get these bullshit hey, that, headlines. I will say that, that rookie and sophomore game, oh, my goodness. You're talking about eyes on that game more it's than ever. fun. Yeah. Hey, yes. the funny part is Chet and Wimby going to be on the same team. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's crazy. going to chew it up. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that may be viewed as much as the actual All-Star game. Yeah. It probably viewed more because, you know, they don't they play hard in the rookie game. The All-Star yeah, game. Mm. Well, the they all-star game, the yeah, man, minutes. dude. It's an all-star yeah, game is that, yeah. seven hundred points to eight hundred points. I mean, there's no, there's no such. Hey, I do. I, I really appreciate them going back to East versus West. That whole picking shit. I yeah, I, like didn't, I wasn't a fan of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that either. Yeah. Um. All right, last one. Buy or sell? Donovan Mitchell will request a trade this season. I don't seem he's that type of guy. To me, it just seems like he, you know, he. It just seems like he's more of a corporate guy. He's just going to go out and do his job and make the best of his situation. I, I don't think he will. I haven't heard much, especially with the trade deadline coming up. I haven't heard um, much of anything. Hey, only person that should request a trade on the team is Garland because he was an all-star before Mitchell got there. Now he can't be an all-star yeah. kid. Like, I went out of here. He's taking all my, my thunder. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is, here's the irony. They had got rid of Colin Sexton 
because Garland was supposed to be the guy and they wanted him to emerge. And then you uh-huh. go get Donovan Mitchell and he's still <laughs> he moved back, he moved back three spaces instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. All right. Well, that's my that's my clickbait buy or sell. So I might I might start I like saving that. these every week and just uh, yes. bring you all the bullshit topics I find on the internet <laughs> that I tr- I choose not to bring to the show. Uh, all right, this question comes from Kyle. Uh, Rob, do you think the NBA needs more old school trash talk? I heard Pat Bev talking about him and Van Vliet going at each other, and it was freaking awesome. Uh, this is I went I found the audio. This is from Pat Beverly's podcast. This is him talking about going against Van Vliet and how the trash talk between the two of them got each other going the whole game. Shout out to Fred Van Fleet. That's my homie. Check it out. We played Fred Van Fleet. And you know me, I, we walk in, they walking out. You know, I ain't saying no words. Fuck we talking about? You already know what's up. Fred, go talk to Reese. I walk right past. I hear Fred down. That's what we on. That's what we on. What the fuck? Yeah, you know what's on. I literally just put you out in the play-in. So you already know what's going on. In my mind, I'm thinking like you at me. I mean, I put him out in the motherfucker playing. Oh, he going to be at my neck. He just got a new bag. Team playing well. I mean, let me lock in for this motherfucker. Fuck around. Give me 30. I close out on him. Boom. Great close out. He pump fake. Go left. He go left. I swing. He double pumps. His three. That bitch hit all net. He yell out. Yeah, motherfucker. I, who the fuck you talking to? Who is you talking to? Like, who is you? You know me. I'm a real assassin from that. Mo- I, I'm going to take over the whole game. I literally took up from that moment, though. Fred turned me up. But you got that offensive rebound and simultaneously kick mm. it out. You say something to Van Fleet after yeah. that. Fuck is you talking to? Because people pick that up. They're like, oh, I didn't even are. pick. Listen, I didn't even pick up my teammate. <laughs> my teammate on the ground laying down. He just got fouled. I didn't even pick. I walked right past. Who the fuck is you talking to? <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, he turned me up. And still there was a big In Houston. I own property here. I own multiple properties here. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> I just lo- I mean, I love Pat Bev. I can listen to him talk shit all day long. <laughs> yeah, he a fool. Yeah, that's he great, is. man. But do you like the do you like the idea of that old school trash talk, man? Just just like did a, did trash talk ever get you up for your game or no? Um no, trash talking didn't get me up because I probably, you know, when you're locked in, you don't hear nobody talk. The only thing that got me up is when someone like elbowed me and then they talk trash after they elbow you. You're like, get the fuck out of the way, young buck, or something like that. Then it amps you up. But I, like, you have guys that talk trash and you just look at them like, dude, I, I'm the, I'm like Kawhi. Shut the fuck up, dude. Everybody listen. You, I'm not <laughs> stupid enough to let your trash talk get me off get my, my game. Head. It's just going to amp me up, you yeah. know? So. Yeah, I do wish more guys. It, there's not that many good trash talkers anymore because they're all friends. So they're not yeah. going to talk trash. Yeah, well, that's a big part of it. Yeah, that's a big part of it. But I think Pat Bev, man, just uh, he, he and I, you you were out by the time Pat Bev was playing, right? You yeah, guys I was never gone. crossed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He seems like he's got that old school 90s NBA trash talk in him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if, if you cross him, forget he can come for you. And he's yeah. going to come for you. I, I, I think he had to do that because, you know, Pat Bell was a beast in high school in that Arkansas. But then, you know, yeah. you, you got to have a niche in the NBA sometimes if you short like him. And his niche was defense, trash talking, and making, you know, irritating people. Yeah. Oh, he's good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, question from John. Does Rob agree with Lamar Odom that the triangle offense can save the Lakers? Mm-hmm. For context, I said, where are you getting this from? He said, this is from TMZ. They caught up with Lamar Odom out on the street. Oh, Hell Lord. if I know where they are. <laughs> So you're going to hear the TMZ guy in here, but I went and found it. This is Lamar Odom saying the triangle can save him. The offense is causing us defensive problems. I got the triangle offense right in my house. The, the triangle will save him? 
A hundred percent. The triangle will save him. You know, I, to me, I, now I, you I played a, in that system. Yeah. I have a big problem with the way offenses are ran. If you look at the league, half the teams run the same bullshit. They dribble, weave, handoff, come out, set a pick and roll. And, and so if you run some type of offense, you can be successful other than what everybody else runs, because like, we run this offense, you know, and it's like, what I, I know exactly where you're going to go because it's just dribble handoff, switch, dribble handoff, switch. So I think any offense, and I just say that for a lot of teams, there's no knock on Darvin Ham. I just think if they ran more offense and ran it through AD, they can be successful. So that's why he says the triangle offense would help because you got guys moving at a constant basis and not just in a particular area on the floor. Okay. I, I also think you have to be of – from and Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. From what we've, what I've heard about the triangle offense, that you have to have a, a, a basketball IQ and to be intelligent to to run. And I'm not saying that the Lakers don't have intelligent players, <laughs> but you have to be able to understand how that offense works and grasp that offense in order for it to be effective. And I don't know. You all had those guys to be able to lock in and do that. And obviously that was a different time period. I don't know if this Lakers team has those guys that are going to be able to grasp that offensive concept. You know, I could be wrong. I don't know. You have basically, you know, you have to look down that list and Everybody, you know, outside of LeBron and AD, who just naturally gifted a high IQ, that could run that offense. I think AR could because he had four year four years of college. Van, not, I'm about to say Van Vliet. Um, Vando, uh, not Vando. Vando couldn't run it because he only did one year of college. I don't think D'Lo could do it. All the all the one year year college guys. I think Rui could run it because. It means a lot when you play four to three to four years of college because you learn something in college and you just not playing off your talent. You learn right. how to play a system. You learn how to play with other players. And it's a big difference. And it's no knock to the one you done because LeBron didn't go to damn college, but he could do it. Neither did Kobe. He had the experience, you know? And so for me, if you have a high IQ and you know how to, you know, run a system and, you know, anticipate back doors and read, situations you'll be fine so but i just think one and done guys you know i could be wrong i've been wrong a multiple two times that you need that experience in college because think about it you get to college your first year you ain't trying to run a system you're trying to get buckets so you can get one and done and in high school i'm sure the coaches roll the fucking ball out there and said you know go take get care em. of us Man, mm-hmm. yeah. go get em. i i also think too it has to be the right players because yeah. not everybody's conducive to run that kind of offense. Like you have to, you have to yeah. under not only understand it, but you got to buy into it. And I think and, buy-in is a big part. Yeah, too. And, and that's one thing I remember when um, Michael Finley came to the Spurs. I said, Mike, you're gonna have to dumb your game down. What I mean by that, the Spurs had 60, 70, 80 fucking plays, and you couldn't backdoor or read a situation because they'd be like, No, we don't do that here. We run the fucking system. We go A, B, C, D. We don't go right. A to D. And it, for people like myself, Brent Barry and Michael Finley, you know, who read and react and have high IQs on the court, you know, it, it you had to, when I say dumb your game down, it don't mean in a bad way, in the sense that you had to run the system in order for it to be effective. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, one more, a couple more rando topics here as we close out shoot around. Uh, this week we lost Cindy Morgan. You're not going to know who that name is, but you will know that she played Lacey in Caddyshack, the uh, the daughter of the judge, real beautiful girl on the, and it made me go back and watch Caddyshack. Because I have not watched the OG Caddyshack in a long time. And I will tell you what, when I was a kid, I didn't really appreciate it. The older you get, the more you appreciate all the subtle comedy of Caddyshack. Uh What's your favorite old school movie that you just like? Man, like, it holds up. Every time you go back and watch it, it holds up. Oh, man. I got a few. I got a few. Because I love trading places. Trading places uh, does it's hard to hold up though just because of the technology. <laughs> the technology alone in trading places is jarring. You're like, what are these car phones they're on? I, I, that was I like I know stuff like that, you know, is just think about it. Think about it with trading places. You you had the ugly sweaters with him on uh Merry New Year. <laughs> oh know, yeah, so. with the train scene at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um of course, the Dan Aykroyd in blackface, by the way, which we have not talked about. Uh, <laughs> hey, any, hey, blazing saddles, <laughs> dude, dude. You know, oh, blazing saddles is it, it is one of those movies you watch it and you realize a white man made this movie, <laughs> and all you can do is go, "Holy crap!" Like the first time I watched Django Unchained. I was like, this movie was wit- written by a white man. <laughs> My God. But you got to realize um, that was written by a crazy-ass white that's man. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Let me see. Uh, Coming to America. That was one of mine. Coming yeah. to America mm-hmm. holds up still as good as it gets, man. Um, How well do you think Harlem Nights holds up? Oh, I haven't With seen all of that star Nights power? in a long time, yeah. With hey, Richard Pryor. So- you know, this is a funny story. So, you know, um, Leela Rashawn, her son played with, uh, on the same team as Christian a couple of years ago. So I had the pleasure of playing cards with her. Um, we were in Arkansas, where she's from. And it's funny how, you know, you, you when you get comfortable with someone, it's like as we play in spades, I'm like whooping that ass. I'm like, throw it up in the air. <laughs> so she was laughing her ass off. She was like, I can't believe you said everybody, All the parents looking at me like, what? I said, so pussy, so good. Throw it up in there. I didn't say pussy. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, you got to go check her out. You got to go sunshine. She's like, what? Stop. I'm like. Oh, man. I'll also tell you that if you've never seen um, Tommy Boy with Chris Farley and David Spade from the 90s, that yes. movie holds up. It is funny <laughs> as hell. Yeah. And it was like when those two guys were at the peak of their of their their best, man. Tommy Boyle you know, was a great movie. You know a movie everybody loved that I just couldn't get into? Go ahead. It was the, was the um, uh, it was set back in medieval times, and I can't think of the name of it. Oh, damn, I just lost it. Uh, the Princess Bride? No. Princess <laughs> no, Bride holds school. up. Princess old Bride's school, pretty funny. Old school, old oh, Princess school. Bride's old school. It came out in the 80s. 
No, this even is like, older than that. Are we talking about uh, uh, like a Monty Python, like a Monty, Monty Python, Python and the, yeah. you know, the Holy Grail. I couldn't, I couldn't get into that. It I mean, was, I watched it and it just wasn't. It wasn't it good was to me, but everybody loved funny. it. It, yeah, it was one see. of those movies that was like, it wasn't like we've gotten to a point now where like a lot of the stuff that that we're into, it's like smart funny. That was yeah. stupid funny. It was yeah. like you have see, to laugh at the jokes because they're so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it was on the level of Black Knight with Martin I Lawrence remember. going back in time. Yes, it was, hey, it was on that level. A uh, Blue Streak. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what. Blue, <laughs> Blue Streak's pretty damn good, man. Blue Streak, I don't know if it holds up. I haven't seen it in a long oh, time. Good you see movie. a new Beverly Hills Cop is coming out. You see that? I did see that. Uh, OG Beverly one. Hills Cop. Yes, OG. Yeah. Well, the original one, actually, probably mm-hmm. the first two. Not the first Axel two Foley. were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first two were really good. The Alphabet Bomber. All right, last story, and we'll wrap up shooting around. Uh, some guys in serious trouble uh, in uh, Leeds, Alabama. Uh, he jumped into the is, pond at the Bass Pro it Shop. No, it's not. It's not Barkley in Alabama. Uh, this dude jumped butt ass naked into the pond at the Bass Pro Shops. You know, they have that like that whole like fishing thing over at the Bass. But he jumped, uh, climbed up into the pond and jumped in there butt ass naked. His name is forty two year old George Owens. That's a white guy. Um, performed the stunt just before closing time. He had to climb out, and he's climbing out of the tank. That tank's high up. That's no joke. He mm-hmm. fell, hit his damn head on the wet cement floor, and they got him oh, out of Lord. there. But I don't get Bass Pro Shops. Like I don't understand the allure of it. I don't. I don't get the store. I guess because I'm not a hunter or an outdoors person. Is there a store that you, you don't? Just, yeah. I don't get it. Is there a store that you don't get? I mean, I don't get. When I tell you, I loved when I was a kid. I used to love Spencer's gifts, and oh, I still yeah, think Spencer's is fun. But I don't know. Have you walked into a Spencer's lately? I was just in one it's about like, three weeks ago. It's like R-rated now. I had to get some. I had, My got, kid got went in there looking for something. Gifts. I had to turn her ass around. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> we are leaving this store right away. She's holding up a, a shot glass with tits on it. What is this? I was like, put that down. We are getting bacon, out bacon. Of <laughs> I don't. That I just don't get. I, I'm not. I don't get like the. Um, like the earth stores, like anthropology. They sell like the all the earthy shit, dream yeah. catchers and geodes oh, and stuff. Them, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, hey, don't, I don't get this. Amazon pretty much put everybody out of business. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> right? Like, so yeah. yeah. You know, you know what I, 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 I don't get is, you know, you know, you go in the store, you get all these shoe stores in there, you know, like Foot Locker and all these other. And I, I don't get champion. I don't know how they still holding on. Oh, dude, they're hanging <laughs> on to the nineties, man. <laughs> yeah, they still holding on, boy. <laughs> they're hanging on to the nineties. They might as well rename themselves Robert Ory. We're just hanging on to the nineties, baby. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.